One of these men, pale, haggard, in a dirty blouse, with dirty work-worn hands and cramped fingers, evidently tired and out of humor, went past me, angrily scolding another man. Ascending by a dark stair, I came out on the boards behind the scenes. Amid various poles and rings and scattered scenery, decorations and curtains, stood and moved dozens if not hundreds, of painted and dressed-up men in costumes fitting tight to their thighs and calves, and also women as usual, as nearly nude as might be. These were all singers, or members of the chorus, or ballet dancers, awaiting their turns. My guide led me across the stage, and by means of a bridge of boards, across the orchestra, in which perhaps a hundred musicians of all kinds, from kettledrum to flute and harp were seated, to the dark pit-stalls. On an elevation, between two lamps with reflectors, and in an armchair placed before a music stand, sat the director of the musical part, baton in hand, managing the orchestra and singers, and in general the production of the whole opera. The performance had already commenced, and on the stage a procession of Indians who had brought home a bride was being represented. Besides men and women in costume, two other men in ordinary clothes bustled and ran about on the stage. One was the director of the dramatic part, and the other, who stepped about in soft shoes and ran from place to place with unusual agility, was the dancing master, whose salary per month exceeded what ten laborers earn in a year. These three directors arranged the singing, the orchestra, and the procession. The procession, as usual, was enacted by couples with tin-foil halberds on their shoulders. They all came from one place and walked round and around again and then stopped. The procession took a long time to arrange. First the Indians with halberds came on too late, then too soon, then at the right time but crowded together at the exit. Then they did not crowd but arranged themselves badly at the sides of the stage, and each time the whole performance was stopped and recommenced from the beginning. The procession was introduced by a recitative, delivered by a man dressed up like some variety of Turk, who, opening his mouth in a curious way, sang, Home I Bring the Bride. He sings and waves his arm, which is, of course, bare, from under his mantle. The procession commences, but here the French horn, in the accompaniment of the recitative, does something wrong, and the director, with a shudder as if some catastrophe had occurred, raps with his stick on the stand. All is stopped, and the director, turning to the orchestra, attacks the French horn, scolding him in the rudest terms, as cabmen abuse each other for taking the wrong note. And again the whole thing recommences. The Indians, with their halberds, again come on, treading softly in their extraordinary boots. Again the singer sings, Home I Bring the Bride. But here the pairs get too close together. More raps with the stick, more scolding, and a recommencement. Again, home I bring the bride. Again, the same gesticulation with the bare arm from under the mantle, and again the couples treading softly with halberds on their shoulders, some with sad and serious faces, some talking and smiling, arrange themselves in a circle and begin to sing. All seems to be going well, but again the stick raps, and the director, in a distressed and angry voice, begins to scold the men and women of the chorus. It appears that when singing they had omitted to raise their hands from time to time in sign of animation. Are you all dead or what? Cows that you are! Are you corpses that you can't move? Again they recommence, Home I bring the bride, and again with sorrowful faces the chorus women sing, first one and then another of them raising their hands. But two chorus girls speak to each other, again a more vehement rapping with the stick. 
Have you come here to talk? Can't you gossip at home? You there in red breeches, come nearer. Look towards me. Recommence. Again, home I bring the bride, and so it goes on for one, two, three hours. The whole of such a rehearsal lasts six hours on end. Raps with the stick, repetitions, placings, corrections of the singers, of the orchestra, of the procession, of the dancers, all seasoned with angry scolding. I heard the words, asses, fools, idiots, swine, addressed to the musicians and singers at least forty times in the course of one hour. And the unhappy individual to whom the abuse is addressed, flautist, hornblower, or singer, physically and mentally demoralized, does not reply, and does what is demanded of him. Twenty times is repeated the one phrase, Home I bring the bride, and twenty times the striding about in yellow shoes with a halberd over the shoulder. The conductor knows that these people are so demoralized.